Yeah, I had to get the phones up, and my iPod is still on Revolt, and I am still not opening iTunes on my computer, because it pisses me off. Um, I will say that um, Canada got fucked this week. Um, so there's that. Um, if you don't check out regulatorwatch.com, you should. Um, I'm going to pull this video right off of Regulator Watch and play it. I am hoping Brent Stafford will forgive me for not getting permission first, but I usually do. Hi, I'm Brent Stafford, and this is RegWatch by regulatorwatch.com. It was a heartless, calculated attack on the Canadian vaping industry, delivered late last month, deep into the Christmas holiday season. In what could only be described as an arbitrary and capricious act, the Toronto Dominion Bank and its Merchant Solutions Division cancelled online credit card processing services for vaping retailers in Canada. The shocking announcement came in a letter posted December 19th, just days before Christmas. TD executives informed merchants that vaping retailers in Canada are now to be considered the equivalent of tobacco merchants. TD gave retailers until January 13th to find another payment processor, leaving most only two weeks' notice to save their online business. TD's move was precipitated by U.S. credit card giant MasterCard, which followed the FDA's lead and deemed vaping products to be tobacco products, placing them in a high-risk category. However, MasterCard didn't cancel its services. It only levied new fees. It was TD Merchant Solutions that used the recategorization as a pretext to torpedo the vaping industry in Canada. Joining us today to unwind the TD decision, delve into the impacts, and to discuss what the vaping industry is doing to save the online business is e-commerce consultant Beatrice Hurley and vape store owner Jack Weinberg from HappyVapor.com. Let's start with you first, Beatrice. You're an expert in the e-commerce space and work on behalf of the vast majority of vape retailers here in Canada. What's your direct experience working with TD? I actually got involved with it um, when uh, TD Merchant Services um, started getting, you know, more, more and more vaping companies coming in saying, hey, look, uh, we want to provide credit card processing for our clients. Um, so TD would refer those clients to me, and that's when I started working directly with TD Merchant Services. So Beatrice, I take it you've got the inside scoop then on what's going on? Uh, yes, actually. Um, I started getting wind of what was happening with MasterCard back in August. Um, as soon as the uh, FDA deeming regulations came out on the 8th of August, um, then I was informed by TD Merchant Services directly that MasterCard was looking at, um, you know, taking the e-cigarette industry and throwing it into a tobacco category, which would make us high risk, just like in the U.S. Now, is that what they've done here in Canada? That is what they've done. Um, initially, back in August, um, I worked with uh, TD Bank and I got together a bunch of information as far as uh, legislation and I reiterated the fact that we, as we stand right now, we are not classified as tobacco. So I tried uh, getting them to classify us as a specialty store uh, in the interim until the federal government actually came out with the legislation um, for us and how we were going to be, um, you know, legislated and in what group and um, provided all the information back to MasterCard and they decided not to go with, um, you know, with the recommendations that we had given to them. 
So Beatrice, encapsulate for us the TD decision. The minute that MasterCard classified the e-cig industry as tobacco, uh, Toronto Dominion Bank um, initially, um, with my discussions with them, um, had said that, you know, we're going to have a thousand dollar, I'm not sure if they call it a finder's fee or a setup fee, but there was a thousand dollar fee for you to, um, that you would have to pay in order to process MasterCard transactions. But then TD Bank turned around and decided that um, they were going to completely get out of the vaping industry on an online basis and just go with retail. But Beatrice, TD didn't apply this decision to all vaping merchants in Canada, did they? What TD had chosen to do was to get rid of about 99% of the uh, vaping industry for online transactions. And uh, instead they decided to keep about 10 or 12 of their largest clients. So, uh, you know, it's pick and choosing who they want to keep and who they don't want to keep. And so it's affecting, um, you know, 99% of the industry, basically. And so there were letters sent out um, notifying people they had until, you know, Friday the 13th coming up to uh, process transactions. And then they had to, you know, find an alternative. And uh, the people that were chosen to stay were just contacted via telephone. They were, did not receive any letter from TD. Well, Jack, you were one of those retailers that received a termination of services letter. As one of the pioneers in the vaping industry, how would you characterize TD's behavior on this matter? Cruel. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, they're, 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 they gave absolute, you know, to give two or three weeks notice for people to find a new, you don't even have any ability to um, negotiate terms with another merchant. You got to take what you can get because otherwise you're not going to be able to service customers and they're going to go elsewhere. So we're being forced at, at, at a pretty critical, uh, this is a very busy time for, for our industry, uh, for many industries, but for our industry, it's very busy. And, and to be thrown this kind of a curveball, it seems like hurtful. It seems like it's intended to hurt the industry. Jack, what's been the emotional impact on you and how big of a hit is it going to be to lose the online credit card processing? Oh, it's it's frustrating and stressful. Um, uh, and um, if if we don't find um, a, an appropriate replacement, um, then it puts us at a strong disadvantage and it makes our our customers puts our customers in a really tough situation where, you know, they may have a hard time dealing with payment and they may go to some another vendor in order to do so. Seeing that, that vendors close to us do still accept uh, credit cards through TD Merchant Services, uh, and we won't be able to accept credit cards at all, we, yeah, it, would, it would kill our online business. Beatrice, is there a good reason for vaping retailers like Jack to hope that another provider would swoop in and save the day? There's definitely hope actually since uh, August I've been diligently looking at uh, other credit card providers as uh, you know a new merchant service provider and uh, new gateways and we have uh, a few in the wings right now and I've gotten verbal confirmation that we can proceed uh, for another couple um, as well so as it stands right now um, you know the vaping industry is basically going to have a coup and we you know by banding together and going out um, looking for a merchant service provider with our entire vaping portfolio in Canada um, you know in effect uh, we're not really going to be affected by what TD has done to us the vaping industry will continue on as normal and uh, you know we won't forget what TD did to us I mean you know what they did is incomprehensible it's you know disgusting it's uh, going and um, classifying us as tobacco when we are not and it is using the laws and regulations in a different country to dictate how we are going to be treated and that's not the way that it's supposed to be.
Jack, after all this is said and done, how do you think the vaping community is going to respond? Will this have a negative impact on TD Bank? <laughs> Hugely. I think I think we're in a community that's that's pretty tight. We're we're every vapor or most vapors are advocates by nature, and and we're not going to be quiet about this. And I'm I'm confident that uh, if I if I have uh, other business ventures or that it doesn't matter if their prices are way cheaper than the competitors, there's no way they'll see my business. And Beatrice, what do you think? The vaping industry is completely going to revolt and, um, you know, on a retail level as well and say, well, you know what, TD, like, you know, you provided us with all this service and then arbitrarily decide to, you know, cut us off at the gate. So I suspect that there's going to be a lot of people leaving TD and not going back to TD. Well, that's it for this edition of RegWatch. Before you head off, please like us on Facebook and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. For RegulatorWatch.com, I'm Brett Stafford. So, see, I'm telling you, if you don't, if you, even if you're not Canadian, um, Regulator Watch has got really good content on it. I mean, like, super super good stuff always so if you're not checking them out you should be by now okay so there's that I got brought into a conversation on Facebook today because a podcast made some derogatory comments about a particular young woman I don't know this young woman I don't listen to this podcast or that podcast the, the podcast in question but then again I don't ever go back and listen to this podcast either so I don't even listen to my own shit <laughs> but somehow I got I got brought into this tagged and brought into this conversation and somebody complimented me um and I, I appreciate the compliment but the compliment was incorrect. Um, it said that I pick on a lot of people on my show, but I do it in a funny way and not in a mean way. Um, I, that's not necessarily true at all. Um, because I'm pretty fucking mean when I cross that line. You know, when you, when you push me over that line, I'm, I'm pretty brutal and I'm pretty mean. Um, you know, like all of these vendors that are, um, using cartoon characters to market their product. I think they're a bunch of fuckwads. I, I think they don't have the active brain cells it takes to run a campaign and a marketing strategy that targets grown-ass adults. Um, and and I'm, pretty, I'm pretty mean over that because I think they're fuckwits. Um, but here, here's the thing. There are enough vape shows and vaping podcasts and stuff out there now that if you don't like the content you're hearing, don't listen to it. It's kind of that simple. You know, Jan and I have had these conversations over and over and over again um, about free speech. And we seem to, especially in the United States lately, in, in the current um, political upheaval that's going on, um, we seem to be venturing into a very scary area where when somebody's opinion, you don't like it, um, you turn around and get it labeled hate speech. 
I don't necessarily think that that is right. Um, so I may not like the opinions of some people. Um, I scroll on. Or I stop listening. Or I go on the air on my own show and talk about what a bunch of fuckwits I think they are. So, you know, these long, drawn-out debates on, on Facebook generally don't serve a whole lot. Unless you're me and you post on a subject that you feel strongly about, like I did the other day with fluoridation of, of public drinking water, um, that starts an avalanche of... Word vomit. <laughs> um, I I seem to um, be able to post something on Facebook, and um, and my threads go fucking bananas. They really do. Um, and I can respect other people's opinions on the situation. Um, me personally, as far as the Florida or the yeah the Florida fuck, as far as the water fluoridation goes. Um, there is not actually enough fluoridation added to uh, public water that it would actually make any kind of a difference. Um, you know, um, they've had government studies on it that show that it's, they can't prove that it's even making a difference. And with the amount of other products out there that you can use to get the fluoride that you need or let me phrase that better, to get the amount of fluoride that the American Dental Association um, and the think tanks think you need, um, you can get it lots of other places. So why are they bothering to put it in there is my question. Okay, if they cannot prove to me with something other than statistical theory, then why? Why bother with the extra steps? Why bother putting something that is a toxic poison into public drinking water? There's there's that. So, you know, so I, I, I seem to be stirring the shit pot lately. And it's not that I mean to be stirring the shit pot. That's not what I mean to be doing. Um, what I would like people to do is examine actual facts of things and come to their own conclusion. What I'd like them not to do is to break the don't be a dick rule and start treating other people like they're stupid, they're morons, because those things only prove that you're a sanctimonious asshole. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. So there's that. Um, I did get a wonderful package from the beautiful Miss Kimberly at One Stop DIY Shop. Thank you very, very much, Kimmer. Um, you have no idea how much... Ooh, crash, hold on. There's going to be a bang. 
Um, I have this giant clothespin. And when I say giant, I mean this clothespin is like eight inches long and two inches wide. But anyway, said giant clothespin holds my mic cord on my boom. And I just banged it. So, um, so I got this wonderful package from Kimmer. And I got, finally, <laughs> um, I got a package from Flavor Art. So I did get the Zapola. And I did get the Polar Blast. Let me tell you about Polar Blast. It's really good. Um, I love this stuff. Seriously love this stuff. Um, it's cold. And that's it. It's cold. It's, it's not menthol. Um, it's not culotta. It is neither of those things at all. Um, culotta tends to be extremely harsh to me and it makes my lungs feel like they're shriveling up. Um, and menthol is just fucking nasty. Um, I, I have a very good friend of mine, uh, Kathy Jacoma, who seems to think that menthol is the, is the ketchup of vaping. Um, par is in that group right along with her. And I am here to tell you that both of them are wrong. Oh shit. Hold on. Somebody's on the phone. Hi. Hi there. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Um, I'm I'm warm. It was 58 degrees today. Yesterday it was 76 here. Tonight we're battening down the hatches for a torrential ice storm for the next two or three days. So you're gonna be a bitch. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, we we got wood laid in on the fireplace and it's ready to go and we've got more wood in the house and then there's more in the garage so nobody has to go outside just in case um are you guys yeah prone to power outages when we get the ice storms it's an issue and you would think that being in the middle of tornado alley the utility companies would have enough brains to bury our power lines mm. uh no. not really it's they it's get Rips down, they fall down, they put up new poles and put them back up and yeah. Well, because that's because putting them back up and fixing them is cheaper than burying them, Margo. It, sure. it really, really is. Sure. Burying those lines is astronomically expensive. Um, yeah. So, you know, but do you have a generator? No. Why? No. Why? Because... We have not gotten one since we lost the last one. Oh, for fuck's sake. Harbor um, Freight. And no, that, that's my bad. That's my bad. Um, it's definitely something on the really needs to happen list. Um, it, years and years ago, we used to get snow. The last decade or so, we don't get snow. We get ice storms. Um, I would rather have three feet of snow. Did, did I tell you about the? Did I tell you about the fog here? I'll bet you get some fun fog too. It was the freakiest fucking thing ever. Where so, you almost can't see your hand in front of your face. Well, my that and my back porch, my back deck. Now my back deck is like sixteen feet off the ground. You know, the front right. of my house is ground level. The back of it, you know, because it's built into a hill. Um, so the back deck is like way, way off the ground. But they mm -hmm. went and they screened in. They put a roof and screened in probably two-thirds of it. 
And they use that really heavy-duty metal screen, you know, because most mm-hmm. places you see now screen is, is vinyl. Well, no, we yeah. couldn't figure out why they put metal screen on. We have figured it out now because <laughs> it was it was like super, super, super foggy. I mean, couldn't see one end of the house from the other end. And yeah. evidently a cold front blasted in because all of that fro- all of that fog froze to all that screen froze. yeah on the screen it was the freakiest thing yeah. in the world it was like this big ice curtain all the way around it it was just fucking strange i'd never seen such a thing in my life freezing fog is trippy yeah it's it's really strange so um do you, the the zipola and and the polar blast polar blast margo you're really gonna like you of all people well, i are, know i am are really and it's like it doesn't matter what weather-wise happens here tomorrow. I have got recipe labels already made out and flavors pulled. I get to play tomorrow. Um, the Zapola, I mixed up some like on the 2nd of January, and I've tried it by itself, and it's like, oh, yeah, yum. So playtime with that is going to be which fruit do I want to throw with it to make it go, I I took um, I'll tell you what I did, and I I mixed it up and I put some meringue and some marshmallow and some almond yeah. in it to get like the almond Ooh, yum. the almond cream puffs. You know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I took a 30 ml bottle of that and I added two percent of Flavor West salted caramel too. Oh my. Yeah. That's, oh my! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll bet that's nummy. <laughs> yeah, no. When I got the polar blast, I took the tiniest drop humanly possible on my finger, and I put it on the side of my tongue. And I did that for multiple reasons. If it was going to resemble a menthol in any way, shape, or form, it wasn't going to get mixed by me, because. I would die if I had to vape it. That had to have been the it, longest it, half an it, hour of your life. It, no, it's like an ice cube. Yeah, it's cold. It's like a freaking ice cube. And and here's the thing is, you know, all these people saying, oh, I got to have a warm vape. Oh, I got to have a warm vape. Um, uh-uh. I am here to tell you that you put some of that stuff in the root beer. You put some in. I have root beer out to do that with. And Kimmer's, um, the Arnold Palmer. Th- I put it yeah. in. I put it in Kimmer's root beer. I put it in mm-hmm. Kimmer's Arnold Palmer, and I put it in my banana milkshake. And in all three of them, it was like, oh holy shit! See, I'm going to put some in my raspberry tea, and then I plan on trying to go for a frozen fruit custard. And I say I use the term custard loosely because. First, we're going to do frozen fruit, and then I'll decide what cream note to throw in there with it. But, uh, yeah, anything that you mix that you think really ought to be cold, uh-huh. this will do it. Uh-huh. This will do it. I'm real excited about it. And Kim was absolutely right. In the strawberry milk, it would be good. Anything that you mix up that you want cold. Well, and, and see, and here's Absolutely. the thing. And people mix up so many recipes, you know, whatever smoothie, this, that, or the other thing. 
that are typically in the real world cold, but they're like, oh, this is it Mm -hmm. dead on. You, You really don't realize how not dead on something was until it's cold. And the yeah. thing that got, I'm not a menthol vapor at all. Um, uh-uh. And, and uh-uh. by the way, in, in blueberry candy cane, it's the fucking bomb. It really is. Um, it, it, I had made up 120 mils of my blueberry candy cane because I hadn't had it in a while. And uh-huh. um, I thought, oh, huh, maybe I ought to put some of that in there. It's going to be something, I think, that is going to wind up going in many, many, many mixes. And it does. Oh, and Liz, Liz, I love you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Liz is sending me some of the Devon cream. And I am stalking my mailman for that, though. And I really try. And I'm one of them people that I try never to to stalk bait mail. um, Because I think vapors are the most impatient fucking people on the planet. Um, yeah, you know, between that and team free shit, um, it, yeah. it just bugs me. So, you know, if somebody says, Hey, I'm sending you something, I'm like, okay. Team free shit, but. Yeah. So when it gets here, it gets here. If it doesn't get here, then it didn't get here. It's not like, you know, I, I entered some contest for something or whatever, you know, but the, the whole team free shit thing, um, yeah. drives me to, drives me just near to drinking um so but liz is sending me some of that to play with and i'm really hoping i like it i am so hoping i like it because as we all know um custards other than flavor art custard i i don't like them they taste nasty to me um sweet cream sweet cream is the most vile shit on the planet sweet cream to me tastes like rancid milk that's all i get out of sweet cream Mm -hmm. that's that's it yeah can't just cannot use it Mm -mm. um one of the one of the weird things that yeah one of the really weird things that i noticed margo with the with the polar blast is you know the sub ohm tends to really punch things at you right so i couldn't handle culotta in Uh -uh. in a 1.8 at 8 watts so I sure as hell wasn't going to try it in like in my AIOs because my AIOs uh-uh. are, are 0.5. I yeah. have got, um, I made up my key lime pie and. Oh my. Yeah. I, I made up my key lime pie and my key lime pie is really super, super simple. It's um, 4% TPA lime, 8% lucky shot and 3% meringue. That's it. It's it's super simple. That's it. You're done. And I put. And how much polar blast did you put in it? That I only put one percent in. Yeah. Um, See, because I'm going to play with it a, between a half a percent and one percent max. Well, I'm here to tell you because I don't think we're going to need more than that. Yeah. If well, let me tell you what I did, <laughs> and and why I say one percent. Um, I put it in. I I put it in the banana shake at two percent. And oh my! You cannot all day vape this stuff. No, at two percent, you can't. You just you you can't handle it as if you Did change you get vape. a pseudo ice cream headache. 
Yeah, if you if you chain vape, um, do not put two percent polar blast in anything. It's not a it's not a good thing. It's not going to work out well. Um, I I probably shouldn't have done that because it's too cold. But then again, yeah. my banana vape is so over-the-top-in-your-face flavor that if you do that as an all-day vape every day, then you're just going to not taste anything else, ever. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, that yeah, one's still... even with something the, that's just going to be wonderful. Well, and even lots and lots of even with, the, with the Vapor's Tech Nick, um, even with that Nick... I've long said that using this, either the Vapors Tech or the Chemovatic from Heartland, whichever one you choose, it's the same stuff. Um, I've been able to reduce my flavoring percentages in my mm -hmm. mixes because it tastes that clean. Um, so my banana vape, I have taken from the 33% that it was, and it's now down to like 24, 23, 24% um, total overall flavoring. So it's still really in your face. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it's Loran's banana in vanilla bean ice cream. I'm sorry, it's vanilla swirl. Um, and that cream cheese icing that I just. It breaks my heart. There's no cream cheese icing in my banana vape. There's not? No. Huh. No, not that at all. in the, the banana or, or two and chocolate. Yeah, I, mm -mm. I I can't vape them. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Um, my banana vape is nothing but Loran's banana cream and vanilla swirl and malted milk and brown sugar. The, the banana, I just... I get banana taffy every time, and that's not my thing. But So then I get some of the Devon cream, okay? And I get the bottle, and the bottle says to mix at 10%. And I looked at the bottle. Yeah, it says 10%. So I opened it and smelled it and went, oh, my God, you're kidding. This is going to be too strong. It's like, well, Okay. I mix up a 30-mil bottle of it at 10% and set it on in, in the steeping corner. And then Kathy Chicatro starts saying, when 2%, I'm going, that makes so much more sense to me. And so I start asking around, yeah, apparently it's anywhere from 1% to 10%, depending upon who you ask. So I figured, worst case scenario, I've got 30 mil of a 10% solution. <laughs> that I can play with. Um, I've got a sneaking, and I will try a little bit on a dripper, but i got a sneaking suspicion that 10% is just, uh, no, no. <laughs> gonna so you're telling me not to do that. too much. Oh, hold on. Somebody else is on the phone. We're going to bring them in here. Okay. Hi, 207. Who's this? Yeah, this is Captain May. Hello? Jenny, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, hi. Sorry about that. I'm working, so my reception's bad. Um, I was calling 
I'm looking for some single flavors. I'm trying to get my wife to switch over from smoking. Okay. And where I live here in Maine, all the vape shops, they only sell six. So I need to make up some liquids for her. Yes, you do. I'm trying to figure out what's the best single flavor mixes. Um, Kimmers. And by the way, Mm-hmm. And, and when I say Kimmers, it's not because I'm going to give you um, credit at, at one stop to go and buy stuff with, but I am I'm sending you to Kimmer because Kimmer, not only um, her one-stop flavor line is phenomenal by itself, um, the one-stop blend line is phenomenal by itself, but she now carries the one-shots from Chef's Flavors in the UK, and all of those are meant to be standalones too. So... Um, you need to send me an email um, at geniebapes at gmail.com. And um, I will stick the address in the chat, too, um, just in case, so you don't have to worry about how it's spelled. Okay. Awesome. Um, my recommendations um, are probably going to be different than Margo's. Well, I know Margo and I will have one definitely in common, and that's the old-time the old time root beer. Um, Kimmer's... Yeah, Kimmer's root beer is fucking amazing. Um, the Arnold Palmer, if she likes the Arnold Palmer iced tea, I think it's from Arizona or whoever that's half iced tea, half lemonade, is spectacular. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, um, Lucky Shot is absolutely amazing stuff. It's graham cracker and vanilla and caramel and just... And, you know, it's it's really, really that good. Um, so... If if anything, if like blackberry or blueberry, Kimmer's blackberry and blueberry are still my favorite. Blackberries and blueberries. And what about a good mix that's not so uh, harsh at that level at 18 milligram or 24 milligram? Um, well, at 18 milligram and 24 milligram, um, you know, you can pretty much over flavor that and, and it's going to help. But um, again... The the Chemovatic Nick that Vapors Tech or yeah. that Heartland Cell, um, it's got a really clean taste, so you're not going to get that harsh, harsh, harshness. Um, some EM, uh-huh. some EM in there will smooth it out also, um, or get some MTS uh, Vape Wizard or Smooth. Okay. Any of those will help smooth it out too. Smooth it out. Awesome. And don't go any more than 50% on the PG because that's going to give more of a throat hit, too. Um, most of mine, I am now using 40% PG and 60% VG simply to smooth that final little edge off because I normally don't like a lot of throat hits. Um, yeah. So, yeah, playing with that will help with it, too. Oh, and Par points yeah, out, too. Yeah, I tried starting her off with a K-Fung, and she didn't really care for it because it was too big. But for Christmas, I had my, I bought it for her and wrapped it up under my grandson's name, uh, a couple I Care Minis. And they work great for her. They're like a cigarette. But for some reason, it seems a lot harsher in that than it does the K-Fung. Well, what, what, what are the ohms on the coils in those? I believe they're like one point two. Okay, well you might want to try and see if get you can coil? is get her up on a one point eight coil. Okay. okay. 
Okay, she might lose some heat. I haven't heat. played with those eye cares. I don't know how hot they run. Yeah, she might lose some heat. Yeah, but I'm it, not sure either. But it won't be so harsh. Um, Par points out too, okay. um, and you're really trying to get her to quit smoking, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay, get yeah. some of the get and some of the RJ four from Kimmer too. The RJ the RJ four is is a cross between a yummy vape and a tobacco vape. So having that tobacco notes in it might help her a lot. Okay. Awesome. Well thank you guys so much. You are so very welcome. Good back. Um make sure you make sure you let me know how she's doing though. I will, I'll definitely will. I uh I'm gonna like your Facebook page. That's how I ended up getting the phone number. Because I've always listened to you, you know, when it comes out on Monday or Tuesday. Oh, as well, a thanks. Podcast. And it's like, oh, I need to call in, I need to call in, but I'm usually busy working. So tonight I figured I'd just call in and sit on the line. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, make sure you send me an email and um, Kimmer will send you a gift certificate that you can have fun spending. Awesome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Have fun at work. <laughs> yeah, here in Maine, it sucks. It's got to be. How much yes, snow do you have? Um, right now, we're actually just about down to nothing. Um, we've had some uh, sub-zero weather. Then we've gotten, you know, some snowstorms where we've gotten two feet to one foot. It's been going, hovering between 50 degrees and raining. And... Like, out of nowhere, within a 15-minute span, it'll drop down to 30 degrees, so everything will freeze over. Oh, shit. That sucks. That's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. Especially working nights. I own a cleaning service, so I usually travel about 150 miles a night, going from account to account. Well, be safe. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, four-wheel drive is nice, but four-wheel drive definitely don't help in the ice. Yeah, four-wheel yeah. drive means shit on ice other than the fact that you can have four tires spinning. Exactly. Everything is shit on ice. Yeah. Okay, well, um, make sure you shoot me off an email and um, let me know how she does. I will. I'd well, like to know if I was helpful. <laughs> Yeah, the little nine mil bottles that Kimmer's got for all of those. Jeez. Oh, damn it! It disconnected it would that be call. Worth it just to get one of every one of them and then play and see what she likes. It just dis- disconnected that call when I went to sticking back on hold. Son of a bitch! Hopefully, he calls back. Okay, we got somebody else in here too. I think I know who this is. Two one four. Hi, who's this? You have no idea who this is. Yes, I do know who this is. <laughs> that would not be par, would it? No, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't think hey. so. I wouldn't recognize that accent anywhere. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, Jeannie. Yes? Happy late vaporversary. Oh, thank you. Yes, um, I did have my <laughs> seven-year vaporversary the other day. 
and and I figured it out. I figured out the days and everything else, and then and then pops like, oh, you know, and it's been this many days and this many cigarettes. Do you know I have avoided over a hundred and two thousand cigarettes? That's a lot. <laughs> it just seems it just floors me to think that I was smoking that much i'm thinking 102,000 cigarettes holy fuck whoever make you feel good though seeing that and knowing that you haven't who who the fuck ever thinks that the number of cigarettes they smoke will be six digit numbers yeah exactly between me and my husband we were smoking five packs of cigarettes a day <laughs> well, and I cheated when I did the when I did the calculator part. I didn't put two and a half packs. I only put two packs. Oh well, that wasn't honest. <laughs> but but still, six digit numbers. I know. I mean, I was I was just like, holy shit. I guess it really didn't compute to me how much I smoked. I. I probably ought to do the math on the 27 years I was a smoker, but the first five years, it was less than a pack a day, so that's okay. You know, I mean, the first five years, it was probably a half a pack a day, you know, because when you're in high school, you got to chain smoke somewhere where nobody can see you, right? Um, Even though it... (laughs) and, And here's the thing. I am so fucking old that... When, when we smoke, kiss my ass. Well, but did you guys did you guys stand across the street from the school and smoke in the mornings? No, they let us smoke on campus. Oh, they didn't. No, 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 they didn't let us smoke on campus. The teacher, the teachers could, but the students couldn't. But yeah, we we all stood across the street from the high school and smoked. Um, and we actually the student lounge in our high school, you could smoke. See, I'm older than dirt. All right. Now, y'all both shut up because, you know, I have a birthday next week. I don't want to be old. <laughs> I'll always be older than both of you, so don't worry about it. Oh, that am... makes me feel better. There you go. <laughs> now, our student lounge in the high school, you could smoke at. Oh, we didn't so, have a student yeah. lounge. Yeah. Oh, we just had a little hut outside that the students could smoke at. But I will tell you that um, our our high school, they built a new high school in 1977. And they took the old high school and made it the elementary school and tore down the old elementary school. And, and one of the reasons for them building a new high school and moving the elementary school into the old high school was so that the kids didn't have to go to kindergarten at the Baptist church anymore. Um, I actually went to kindergarten in the Baptist church. Um, and kids in Shingle House had done that for forever. Um, but our new high school has a hole in the center of it. It's a, it's a, a square, but it's got a hole in the middle of it like the Pentagon does. Okay. Yeah. So they, you, a courtyard and, and they had all these high hopes for this thing, you know, and it was going to be for the students to go outside and have lunch and blah, 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 blah. None of that shit did they ever allow. So basically, the entire time I was in this school 
And up until the last whatever, nobody, the students weren't allowed to use this courtyard for anything. There were doors out into it from the library. There were doors out into it from one of the hallways. Um, there was windows in all the interior classrooms that looked out into, oh yeah, this empty fucking courtyard that nobody could use. Um, <laughs> and it was really stupid. And it got, it got where it pissed students off so bad that now that courtyard is usually a part of every senior prank there is. Somebody actually, and this was just freaking disgusting, but somebody actually climbed up the outside of the building, hauled a dead deer up over the top of the building, over to the other side to throw this dead deer down inside of this courtyard. <laughs> How fucking bored do you have to be? Uh, to... To haul a dead deer up on top of the school just to throw it down in a courtyard in protest. Only in a rural area. Well, I was born and raised in that rural area. and Never in my wildest dreams would I have thought of hauling a deer up on top of the fucking building. <laughs> yeah, I would not have had that idea either. <laughs> uh, you haven't had this many years to think about it. Y'all are giving me way too many ideas. I'm, having, I'm going to have to make a camera list now with all this new stuff coming out. <laughs> um, don't order the Polar Blaster. The Zapolicas are already in your box. Oh. With your mod. Okay. Does the, with your mod. Well, with your Salito tanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. You weren't... Does you weren't, the Zeppola take another month to steep too, or have you, have you have you tried that? Um, I stuck it in the ultrasound, and I stuck it in there overnight. Um, and I'm not saying that it it steeps, but I am saying that it does thoroughly mix these particles. It it's small enough that they combine rather well. Um, I do when I mixed up the Zapola, I really did make uh, <laughs> I made a 400 ml bottle of the stuff. So that I can, Holy crap. so that I can try it at different times Play. to yeah. see if this thirty-day stuff does something for me. But I will say, every time Margot brings up the fact that real flavors take at least a month to steep so that they taste good, oh, I take a few more off my I fucking list. I am not list. that patient. And neither am I. I just I'm, can't do it. I'm not that patient. I think maybe that's why I don't mix tobaccos and I hate custards. Because well, see, I still mix my tobaccos, but I can. I'm not waiting a month to wait for it to steep. <laughs> yeah, the I, only thing that I am willing to do that with is that fucking bread pudding. But I mixed up like 400 mil of it, and then just shoved uh, it in the drawer. And so by the time I finish what I've got out, that should be a month, and then I can do with it whatever I want to. I just make a 50 ml bottle of one juice and I'm done. I'm lazy. <laughs> it's not that different to make a 400 ml bottle. It's not. No, but... You grab, that, you grab a I'm, pint bottle and, and you just do the math <laughs> and stuff. And then you put it away. Do you want to know what my sad thing is? As I'm sitting here thinking, but... But you've got 400 mil tied up into into one e-liquid, and and what if you run short on supplies? Yeah. And now, but wait a minute. If you now, want it, that's the only way to do it. Because if you Margo, do it any other way, you'll lose your mind. Okay, here's the stupid I, thing I, about me mentioning that to though. To me, is insane. How much Nick do, you, do I have here? Do you think? 
probably about as I'm much as I I'm not going to answer is. that question. How much VG and PG <laughs> do you think that I have here, by the way? My mom said to me, there's a clear tote underneath the bed in my room. Of course, my mother refers to it as her room. Um, she told my sister, my sister Gina and my brother-in-law John um, are going to be here in four days. And my mother said, oh, wait till you see my room. You're going to enjoy it. Which is hysterically funny. Um, but my mother said, there's a, a clear tote underneath of my bed. And what are all those gallon jugs in that thing? And I went, um, VG and PG. And she goes, well, what's that for? <laughs> I said, oh, for my e-cigarettes. And she goes, but it's full. I said, well, yeah. And she it's said, to be. that tote is freaking huge. Um, and I'm like, well, well, yeah. <laughs> so I'm here I am. Yeah, unopened cubes. Here I am sitting here saying, but, 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 but I had to tie up all of those supplies into that 400-ml bottle when I've got 16 gallons of VG and PG in my house and in liter upon liter upon liter of, of Nick, and, I, and I'm whining See, about that's why I'm going up. to your house oh my during God. the zombie apocalypse. I'm going to your house. <laughs> you really should. Yeah. Every, um, all the my... bread pudding is the only thing I'm willing to do it with. Um, the other stuff, to be perfectly honest, I can make it myself and with a lot lower percentage of flavors and it's ready in a couple, three days. So, I mean, if, if you're new and you're afraid and you've got all the time in the world on your hands, okay. Um, they just take, and I'm sure it's because they're in a VG base, but I, it's, mm-mm. I'm Wait too impatient. For to come in. That that thirty day steep bullshit is gonna ha- is gonna oh, make God. me have to break seven years of habit, and in seven years of mixing e liquid, I have come to the p- point where if I mix something up, it's like the Zipola. It's it's really it's good. It's pretty damn tasty, right now. Um, Kathy. Jacoma swears that it gets really good after a few weeks. Um, so I took her at her word, and that's why I made up a great big bottle of it to pull the whole wait and see bullshit in the Time meantime. It. But I I hate it. I hate having to... and Not Zipola. I don't hate Zipola. I don't. I really like this stuff. I think it's really freaking tasty. But what I hate is... All of these flavors, and I notice it a lot in the UK forum, um, in the vaping home mixers yeah. group. Um, these yeah. people steep shit forever, and I'm like, how the fuck can you wait and that eight long? Eight weeks deep, I'd blow my brains out. I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I really don't understand how they can do that. Um, it it makes me absolutely insane having to get all my stuff out and make up some really tasty stuff and know that I can't touch it for another freaking month. Yeah, no. But even with flavor art stuff, I have to let that set for at least a week because, and for me, it always has. They always change. They can be good after a day, 
they're better after a week. And, and, and Kimmer they says, sing after about 10 to 12 days. <laughs> did you see what Kimmer so, put in chat? Oh, my God. Shane, I did. I love you, Shane. You rock. Um, Shane's on my team. <laughs> Shane is on my team. You said that the English are used to steeping tea, so it's normal. Um, Shane, you're awesome. <laughs> oh, and Do they steep tea for three months? I mean, fuck. Yeah, and, and I still... Um, Everybody thought that Kathy Jacoma and I were were trying to pimp Kimmer when we were talking about Lucky Shot in that group. And now all of these people have gotten Lucky Shot and they're all like, whoa. And yeah, yeah and so thank you for the validation, Shane. Um, because, and Kimmer told everybody how Lucky Shot got named. I did not know that that was how Lucky Shot got named. But anyway, um yeah, these people are all just head over heels in love with Lucky Shot. And we're like, see, told ya. Told ya. Yeah, told you so. Um, <laughs> but I did notice, oh, by the way, my entrance to a DIY group was rejected. Why? Really? Yes. Who'd you piss off? Um... <laughs> I, the list is long. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's the 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 list of who I've pissed off is pretty long, but yes, um, my entrance into a DIY group was rejected. Um, I think maybe it was because somebody was talking some shit, and they know that the person they were talking shit about, um, I happen to like an awful lot, and I think has very good business practices, but. Um, you know, to 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 say that oh well, this flavor over here is nothing but a TPA remix when I know for a fact it's fucking not, um, kind of annoyed me. So I will say that my premise for joining the group may not have been in the best in the best of spirits, um, but I wasn't going to be an asshole. I was just going to correct some misinformation but so yeah so um i did um i did get my my request to to join a diy group um kicked to the curb um but that's okay because i don't know much about mixing e-liquid anyway so you know whatever um, i don't either <laughs> i just thought it was pretty fucking funny um it made me giggle a lot that's what's wrong with the damn weather around here <laughs> i'm gonna blame you Hell is freezing over. Oh my god! It was pretty funny. I thought That's uh, I'm still laughing. <laughs> I'm, well, you know, whatever. Um, oh, and the other thing I did, I took and I mixed up some um, flavor art honey. And Ooh, that's strong stuff. Well, you know, Paul made that honey ambrosia stuff. Did I tell you about that stuff? I posted it on Facebook. Yeah, I saw your post on that, yeah. Yeah, I think, I I told Paul, I think Paul should make up some of that. And we should make up small containers of it and see if the, the store up here is interested in selling it. Because everybody yeah. that we've given it to is over the moon about this stuff. And it's oh, yeah. just... 
And I don't know about the the butter portion. I think I'm going to have to add a, a touch of butterscotch to it um, to give it that little bit of a back note. But when Liz said that she was sending me some of that Devon cream, it sent bells off in my head about this honey ambrosia that Paul made because it's just honey and cream and sugar and butter and vanilla. Yep. Oh, that sounds wonderful. It, this stuff <laughs> is fucking amazing. It is so good. I stopped buying bread by the loaf and started buying it by two loaves because my homemade bread doesn't fit in the toaster. <laughs> and, Do you and, have a meat slicer? And this stuff on toast is absolutely amazing. So, of course, you know I'm going to add a couple of drops of, uh, of AP to it to boot. Do you have a meat slicer? Yeah. No, 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 when no. you take... But... No, you're talking about your bread not fitting in your toaster. Yeah. I'm telling you, when you get it made, cut the loaf Wear it in off. half lengthwise, and then use your meat slicer to cut it up. It'll fit in your toaster perfect. Square it off just like a piece of acrylic. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, trust me on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did that. Oh, my sister just sent and me a text message. It says, almost all packed, three and a half days, and it's sister time. <laughs> so I think my sister's <laughs> glad to be coming up here, too. Yeah, she's already got her stuff, her clothing packed. Um, hold on, somebody else on the phone. Let's see if they got a question. I think I know who this is, though, too. Hi, 570, who's this? Hello? Hi. Hi. Hey, uh, this is Todd in Pennsylvania. How are you guys? I'm good, Ladies. Todd. Your guys are a little wet up there. Yeah, Todd. Yes, it's raining. Um, my old town That's is, right. yeah, they've got flooding everywhere. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's it's been... That's trouble, yeah. Yeah, it's awful. What can I do for you, young man? Oh, it's it's a pleasure to talk to you guys. You ladies are a riot. <laughs> I gotta say, yeah, just it's yeah, been see us all yeah. in the same room after a few drinks. Oh, yeah. Oh, very very nice. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. It's not pretty. That. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's not pretty. No. <laughs> well, you know, um, I don't mean to get off topic here or anything, but uh, you guys are talking about all these crafts and paints and ambrosia and all that stuff and i actually made an incredible homemade glaze that you can put on a ham and i i thought i'd share that with you guys tonight okay what are you doing with it okay well you get some honey and some mustard some worcestershire sauce is that how you say it? Worcestershire, Worcestershire? No, you know how you say it? Worcestershire. No, 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 no. You're all wrong. You're all wrong. You pronounce it Lee and, and Perrins. Yes. Lee and Perrins, that's that it. one. Oh, <laughs> there you go again. You're so funny. But, uh, and then and then, and the last ingredient is a homemade bukkake sauce. And that really kicks it up a notch. I bet it does. And I think that's what makes it very unique. Yeah. Are you 
you ladies not familiar with bukkake sauce? I am. Yeah. Oh, you are? Yeah. That, that's why I said, I'll bet it's good. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Um, Especially with mine, the mustard tossed in it. Absolutely. And yeah. th- you got it. So for mine, what I do is I actually go listen to an old recording of you ladies and uh, whip up a, a homemade batch of my own bukkake sauce that I'll put right on my ham. Thinking about you. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I just hope that you have a really good time doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, absolutely. You know, it's it's the best, you know. I get all my friends around. They come over. We listen to old recordings and... You know, we kind of keep batches. We just pump off batches for later, you know, because you never know when you're going to need a good ham, and it actually works out on turkey, too. I bet. Oh, well, isn't it, isn't it? Yeah, it's wonderful. Isn't it better on, like, Vienna sausages? i would have some bukkake sauce right now while I'm talking to you. I would assume that in your case that it's Vienna sausages. Actually, it's a big, large uh, order of tube steak, and I'm thinking about it right now. Hang on a second. Oh, Oh, yes, Uh, and Kimmer Kimmer pointed out that it's probably more accurate to say Little Smokies. He's got to be one of Click Bang's listeners. Got to be. Russ's cousin. But we'll just stick him back on hold. Oh, I stuck him back on hold and he hung up. Aww. That's sad. Isn't that terrible? (sighs) That's just too bad. More honey. That's just too bad. I do have to say, (laughs) though. He has to go buy some um, parents. Kudos kudos to to the two of you. Of being able to handle the perverts um, as well as I do. Um, so, yay, Margo, and yay, Par. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Handling, don't bother me. Yeah, well, handling perverts. Um, when, when the first pervert you ever have to deal with on a live broadcast... Happens to be some. Oh my God! Happens to be some dude that shows up on a side cam. Thank you, stick 'em, you lousy motherfuckers. Um, wearing nothing but a stuffed dog on his junk. Um, it, oh my God! It was a little stuffed dog too, so that tells you what. Yeah. Oh my God! Margo, you never heard that story? No, oh, that would have made me laugh my ass off. Um, I flat fucking panicked. I'll bet you did. I did. I had no idea what to do. I I had no, absolutely no clue what to do. I didn't know at the time that you could kick people off side cam. So in my panic, I just I just stopped the whole broadcast. Um, JD, oh, it, was, it was funny. Oh yeah, JD Vore laughed over that for years, fucking years. He laughed at me over that one. Yeah, I had I had no idea what to do. But then I got some asshole the first time I broadcasted on VP Live too. Um, that, but he wasn't a pervert. He was that that vaping witch of Santa Fe or whatever. Just that guy that didn't. Oh, under- he was just a jerk. Yeah, he was yeah. just a dick. He didn't understand the "don't be a dick." He wasn't rule. even inventive. Um, 
that was bad. And and of all people, um, Russ called in and handled the the sicko, um, the asshole. Um, so that was you know that was cool. But I'm like, this is VP Live. This is a whole nother whole another level. Um, you have to you have to. What the fuck do I do? Well, it had to be bad if Russ called in to take care of it. It was. Yeah, he was just an asshole. He was, you know, he was one of them people that was a militant vapor. You know, um, and that oh, goes. But he wasn't even funny. It, and he wasn't even funny. He was just a. He was just an asshole. Serious, just an asshole. So there's there's that. Um, but see, the the thing about militant vaping and people thinking that they can vape wherever the fuck they want is the fact that so many people don't understand what vaping is and what vaping isn't. Yeah. You know? Between that and trying to tell people that, well, with the right gear, you should be able to stop smoking if you're using six milligram nick. And uh, uh, mm, don't even get me started. Well, and that's, they forgot you know, what it's all about. And the, the gentleman that called in earlier, um, you know, he's trying to get his wife off cigarettes yeah. and none of the shops around him in Maine <clears throat> sell higher than six milligram. Really, yeah. people? If you own a vape shop well, in yeah. Maine? How bad is that going to be come, you know, when, when and I kind of get it because these vendors have to register each and every one of their products. But it's, it's not right because, yeah, I'm sorry, if you're a pack a day or a more smoker, six milligrams not going to do it. Mm, no, it, six milligram won't even do it for me. <laughs> I mean, but if, it won't if, do you're it for a, me either. if you're a shop owner in Maine, do the smokers a favor. Stop selling them crazy fucking gear they don't need and sell them some beginner gear with some decent milligram e-liquid. Please, do us a favor. Hi. Well, you didn't press one. Mute your shit, Liz. Hello? Hi. Hi. Well, you didn't press... You didn't press one. How was I supposed to know to answer the phone? I want to talk to little old weird Todd. But he hung up. (laughs) Fucker. He gets his jollies off calling old ladies. What a weirdo. Got nothing better? Apparently not. I guess not. Oh, to each his own. Some people just have to have to talk about the the the. They have to do it. Yeah. Evacuation of their little smokies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully his ham slice is good now. Loser. Anyway, the Devon cream. Do not mix it higher than one percent. <laughs> and where the fuck are you, you don't when like I follow the instructions on the bottle? <laughs> I know that was yours. Must be strong. Well, even yeah, the ten percent. I smelled the I liquid itself, and I'm going, and "Oh, I this can't 1%. be right." So I looked at the bottle again, and I'm going, "Oh man, this can't be." I mixed it up, but then I got a hold of Kimmer, and I was like, uh, "The bottle says ten, but other people are saying one to two, and uh, yeah, uh, so." You know, I've yeah, got some that's taken down to 10%. Yeah, one is plenty strong. 
One is plenty strong, and yeah. I use all VG. And it, it's it one day, and it tasted yummy. Oh, Margo, that's, that's not a long really strong. <laughs> I am Margo. Yeah, why don't you dilute really it down strong. some more? Do what? Did you already put Nick in it? No. Oh yeah, me. Yeah. I always mix on my test runs up with Nick. Well, you dilute just need it to down. add it to a four ounce bottle now. Yeah, dilute yeah. it down some I'll, more. I'll dilute it down eat. to the one percent, and just add more nick to it. Maybe your nick will be a little high, but fuck it. At least you won't have, you won't be like. Well, it's easy enough to do that. If I wanted to put one percent in, it's easy enough for me just to adjust the math. Yeah, just to you take know, it from ten percent down to one percent. That's no big deal. Yeah, just add more base to that bottle. Because you have your base all made up, like I do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Did you? Who got the lush? Anyone? Nope. She was out when I ordered. I haven't oh. gotten any of that new stuff yet. That one's really good too, Jeannie. I sent you that too. That that I mixed at twelve, and it's plenty strong. And that one day too tasted great. Yeah, because I am See, just I'm, so I'm impatient. To be good, That's... because my apothecary is full. Literally. Yeah. Full. My cabinet is bursting at the seams. Steve's getting me another shelf Monday. And I'm just going like to listen to y'all mix new stuff and see what y'all like. <laughs> I have so many flavors I haven't even tried yet. I think you might be worse than me, Liz. I, I, I know. Every time I see somebody say something, I, I order it. Yeah. Well, you know, and then, like, I have two boxes flavors, I haven't right? even opened. What the card? The cardinal rule of DIY is never count your flavorings. Never, ever. ever. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. Margot gilded I'd, me into doing it like, one time. A it's not a matter that? of counting. It's a matter of it actually fitting into uh, a fifty-foot-long apothecary when it's full. You need to put the brakes on. Yeah, Margot gilded me into right. counting and my mine... flavorings one time, and when I got to the number that she was at, I stopped counting. Because then that then I could keep under the illusion that Margot is a bigger flavor whore than I am. She might this be. is worse she than might. we are. I have a cabinet that's eight feet tall, four feet wide. It there's boxes next to it waiting for room. I'm like, there's yeah. no room, and and then I have all this nick. The whole bottom of the freezer is full of nick. But I don't want that nicotine anymore because I like the new kind better. <laughs> That's it's where I'm with labs. I'm not the only one. After I started I using the Vapor's Tech, yeah, when I started using the Vapor's Tech stuff, I jumped it right to the begin to the front yep. of the line because I figured this. Okay, look, if if the vape apocalypse ever happens, you know, I'll be glad that I have that stuff in the freezer. But now that I have that stuff in the right. freezer, if I found something better, I, then then it only makes sense for me to really enjoy it now while I can get more of it. And because when the vague apocalypse does happen, I won't give a fuck if the other stuff is harsher. Right. Wizards See, when I get to order good enough when it was always awesome. When I order Nick in but the spring, yeah. Jeannie, I'm going to have to ask you where you got the new Nick because I won't remember. I got it in Vapor's Tech. Heartland and Vapor's Tech have it. Cool. Yeah, I got it at Vapor's Tech. Heartland oh, Vapor's somebody Vapor's else is on it. the phone, and I think I know who it is, but it might be another perv so that Liz can have fun with somebody. 
Oh, boy. Oh, yay. Hi, 952. I am not a perv. I didn't think you were. (laughs) Thank you. So I have to say, in my defense, we did not make the labels for chef's flavors. (laughs) Just so you guys know. I knew that. You, you, they well, send you the labels. You said that. Yeah. So, so maybe over there, that's what they like. I don't know, but you know. See, and that's what well, they steep it so long, the flavor tomorrow. runs out. Right. So. Right. You know, I, I would treat them like you do any other flavor that you have no clue, and you smell it, and yeah. you see what you think, and then yeah. go from there. Right, Margo, I should have listened to my gut instincts on that one. But that's Margo, okay. Green, Sharpie and put a dot between the one and the zero. <laughs> and the green lush is amazing. I amazing. love it. Is that like a slushy? Yep. Yeah. Oh. I couldn't I imagine it. It's so good. good. No. It is good. No. So is it cold? Yes. No. I don't so think, maybe I think a little bit of polar blast in it would make it even yummier. A couple it's, drops, I think yeah. it's got something in it. Kimmer, do you think it has either culotte or a menthol in it? A tiny bit? Maybe a tiny bit. Yeah, I think it has a tiny bit. Like, I couldn't imagine that at 20%. I really couldn't. No. But it's it's great at 12. I'm happy with it. What do you mix it at? Ten. Ten, yeah. I like, well, I had it like my number, you know. Yeah. Well, and yep. While Kimmer's on the phone, um, because, you know, I I just like pointing this out. Um, hey, Kimmer, um, three years mm-hmm. ago, what did you vape? I know. Vanilla bean ice cream or big cinnamon or all one or the other? No, 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 no. Three years ago, mm-hmm. what did you vape? Three years ago. Honey, what did I vape three years ago? <laughs> Baked cinnamon roll? You only vaped one flavor three years ago, Kimmer. You, your flavor line hasn't been out three years. I thought it was vanilla bean ice cream. It was vanilla bean ice cream then. Okay. And what else? That was it. Rupert. I only oh. vaped one thing at a time. Yeah. Say that again, Kimmer. What What else? Nothing. <laughs> And and four years ago, I what did you have? Who has every flavor in the fucking How universe? How can you only vape one thing at a time? Easy. When I when I started <laughs> vaping, I vaped licorice for like three or six months, and then Ooh. I went to Mountain Dew for like six six or nine months. Then I went to vanilla bean ice cream for like a year or two. And then I and then I found our big cinnamon roll, and I did that for a couple of years, and then I started vaping the Lucky Shot Lotta Latte mix, which is two flavors, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. Wow. I, I guess I'm only in one control. And, but and now I am, I am coming to the dark side because I have big cinnamon roll downstairs in my bottle down here, and if I'm upstairs. I need to fill my tank. It's the Lucky Shot Lotta Latte. And and here's the oh thing. Oh, my God. You have more than... tanks in every room of my house. Yeah, and here I am with five <laughs> different... Pe- 
And I've got five PVs set up, and they all have different stuff in them. And whichever one I happen to grab is the flavor I vape at that time. But here's here's the funny thing. Exactly. Though. Everybody thinks that that when you've vaped a long time, that everything has to get complicated. And that's just so not true. Mm-mm. You know, there are a lot of single-flavor mixes. But what strikes me about the reason I asked her was because... Not only does she have access to a shit ton of flavors, her fiance, and I did not know until that line came out how absolutely talented Shane is at coming up with complex blends. Oh, Shane rocks. (laughs) Oh, he's amazing. I, I was after the perv call nail it was a poor choice of words. But does Shane vape one thing at a time? No. no, Shane switches his stuff around. He's like you guys. Oh so he yeah, got, one like, tank. His... Yeah, but well, I don't switch. I've got probably twelve tanks going right now. I'm not even kidding. I have, I have one tank and I switch my tank between two different mods and it has one juice in it. <laughs> Well, he used to only usually run one tank. We usually just run one tank with each of us, but he switches his flavors. But most of them contain Lucky Shot. So, like, he has his Lucky Shot with the cinnamon smoothie mix. And then, you know, he might switch to RJ4, and then he'll go back to Lucky Shot plain or... But, you know, he changes flavors. But... He's not like me, where it's like six <clears throat> six months to a year with the same flavor. When I found but the RJ four, that was like the best thing ever, and that's all I have baked ever since. <laughs> How long does that need to steep, guys? Doesn't really. Do you steep? Do you steep your RJ four? Do what? Mm-mm, I don't. Steve? I take and bake. Do you steep the RJ four? He says he vapes it right away, but it tastes best after a week. Okay, it's been oh, one day. No, one day. Sorry, one day. That's okay. one flavor. I don't I, I've had it setting since the first of the year, and it still smells like it's going to be a strong tobacco for me. Well, it's you know, it's it's a R it's a RY4 yeah. version, yeah. so it's yeah. you know, I don't like RY4. What's the J? Yeah, I, I want to know what the. <laughs> okay, how did we end up? To RJ4. They want to know why it says RJ4. Where did the J come from? Oh, when he had the Renaissance juice. Oh, okay. That oh, makes I sense. I remember that. Because we had a juice line for a while. And his yep. name on ECF was Renaissance Puffer. And so... That's why that's that. You used to have those juices on your site, right? Oh, yeah. you mentioned ECF. Yeah, okay. Guess what? I'm not silent banned on ECF anymore. <laughs> and I don't know how or why it happened, but I'm no longer silent banned on ECF, which is pretty freaking cool. Yay. Um, I still don't know what the fuck I did that I ended up silent banned, but um, I was silent banned on ECF for years. Years and years. It was, and I, I didn't know why, but, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I'm not. I can actually post on ECF now. 
Wow. I was I was rather shocked. Somebody told me that I should try it, and I tried it, and it worked. And I was like, oh, hey, huh, who knew? Hey. So, um, and, yeah, we, and I, Kimmer, I you, you better be more. thankful you call me so much. Otherwise, I would have not realized who 952 area code was. Um, Par, Par's just screwed because I know <laughs> that area code because I live there. Yep. <laughs> so Kimmer called well, the DIY stuff. Does she win a gift certificate? Um, I didn't ask yay, a question. I came with yay. an answer. Yeah, she came with an answer, not a question. Why bother? She has one tank. <laughs> <laughs> Therein does lie an issue. But you know, it's it's old school stuff now. It's like an arrow tank and an eye stick, and that's my jam. Hey, if it works for you, then that's all you need. Yeah. You know, I had to point that out to somebody this week. Yeah, I did. I had to point that out to somebody this week because um, they emailed me a question. And and the question was, but the vape shop keeps telling me that if I want to quit smoking, I need to use. And I sent back and I said, number one, your vape shop is full of shit. They're giving you bad information. Yeah. And then they're going to give you three milligram juice to quit with. Yep. You know, I did 20 milligram. Yeah, I still know people that vape 36. I vape. Dane used to vape 36. He did that for like the first three or four years. Mm -hmm. And I vape 20. And if I'm really stressed, I'll have him make me up a 24. You know, but. Hey, if it does it. But, it's, but this way, I don't have that e-cig hanging out my mouth constantly. When I go lower, it's like I can't put it down. I got stuff right. to do. Yeah. Right. That And that's exactly why I have them everywhere, because I'm at 12. When I, when I look at it, I look at it this way. Um, I would rather go through five mil a day, and yes, folks, write this shit down. I'm down to going through like five mil of e-liquid a day. I never thought that would fucking happen. But I would rather go through the five mil a day than when I made up the six and the three for um, for the Triton tank and the Salitos. I'm telling I was going through 30 mil e-liquid in a day. Yeah. Yep. Fuck that. Yeah. I, I feel oh like I once or maybe twice a day, and it's like a maybe a maybe a three mil tank. Yeah, I, mean, I might go through three or four milligram or milliliter a day. I'm just wondering if they've ever done the math on what they're spending a day. And that's the biggest thing I see in DIY now is all these people jumping into DIY because... Well, does anybody have a clone for this? Don't fucking ask me to help you clone a vendor juice because I'm not doing it. Um, and yeah. I don't mean to offend yeah. anybody. Um, I'm, And you know what? I probably don't even know the vendor that's making that e-liquid, let alone I've probably never fucking heard of the e-liquid that you want to clone anyway. But even if I did, right. I'm, I'm not going to help you clone a vendor's product. Um, I guess it's just because I have been a part of vaping for so long that a lot of the the OG vendors um, are actually personal friends of mine now 
But I think it's I think it's really insulting to them. And a lot of these vendors belong to DIY groups to help people learn how to mix e-liquid. And right. it's just it, it, it's it's fucking it, insulting. It would be very rude. It, it's not right. Um and I said earlier, you know, I I firmly believe in people's right to free speech. I also firmly believe in the don't be a dick rule. Unfortunately, a lot of the people right. that want to utilize their free speech don't um, understand the don't be a dick rule. Um, so that's a problem. But I'm not going to help somebody clone a vendor juice. I, I'm just not. And, and I think... Yeah. And it just gets me that they say, well, I just can't afford to be buying this anymore. Well, put some real fucking nicotine in it so that you don't have to vape <laughs> yeah. all the time. Um, stop stop feeling that you need to blow clouds because what you need is the nicotine. You don't need the clouds. The clouds are something that you like to look at. Well, you know what? When I like I to look at when I like to look at clouds, I go out in the yard and look up. Speaking of which, by the way, um, Paul and I were out running around yesterday, and we had to stop at Tractor Supply and get critter food, and we walked outside, and the coolest thing happened ever, because, not ever, but anyway, it was really cool at the time. Um, we had a very bright, bright moon here last night, and there were some high-altitude clouds that weren't moving, and some low-altitude clouds that were going really, really fast. And it was the coolest thing to see. Um, had there not been cars driving back and forth, um, I'd have taken a video of it, but the noise of the cars driving back and forth really took the cool right out of the fact that, that these clouds were right. going really fast. But it was awesome. So, um, And Jeannie had a sure. ocean you might <laughs> what? Well, yeah, but you know, but it kind of it kind of fit in with clouds. <laughs> it was seven degrees of Kevin Bacon for fuck's sake. There you go. <laughs> At least it related. It wasn't completely out of left field, like me saying, "Oh yeah, by the way, guys, Remy is doing really, really well." And and for me, except you know, with Paul, he likes to pee on the floor. That's a new shiny moment. <laughs> That puppy is so cute. Mm-hmm. It's it's like Ruger he has a like mini, a mini me. me by Ruger. It's adorable. It's like Ruger has a little mini me. It's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's adorable. We need more videos of that on the Facebook. Oh, Ruger and yep. Remy. Yeah, they're funny. They they are they are funny. Um, and. My grandson, he said if you don't want him, he'll take him. Well, your grandson can't have him. We're going to keep him. Um, he's a piss pot, though. Him. He doesn't need another dog. Yeah, the puppy is a piss pot, though. He he really is. Um, <laughs> he's learned how to beg really well. He knows that dad is the person you go beg people food from because all you have to do is plop your ass on the ground and wag your tail and maybe go, and, and dad will feel bad Aww. and give you something. That always works with dads. And Kimmer was right. Crate training um, was a very good idea. Oh, yes. Say it, Kimmer. I couldn't live without it. Yeah. um, It doesn't always click right away. Yeah, he is crate training really well. Um, Bernie gets all pissed off because if he's in Bernie's room, he likes to wake Bernie up seven times a night. But if he's in our room, 
Um, he doesn't. I think that has more to do with the fact that I go to sleep at three or four o'clock in the morning. So until then, he's right. out and loose. So, you know, then he gets in his crate and he's only in there for three hours before dad gets up. So, you know, and, and dad lets him out if he goes, Arr. <laughs> he has so he has cute. learned that the way to Paul's heart is oh. <laughs> that's cute. Um, but um, Ruger's really good. Um, yeah, we were we really worried. We were really worried about having a hundred and thirty five pound plus dog that had been a only child um, and getting a new puppy, especially when this new puppy weighed four pounds. You know, we're like, oh shit, this is not gonna work out well. Um, but Ruger is the best big brother ever in the entire world. Um, Ruger. That's great. And, you know, and it's not even like because Ruger has patience. I'm talking like Ruger even likes to go play with him. Ruger will go pick up one of the toys and take it over and drop it on the puppy's head. Like, (laughs) you know, here, come on, time to play now. Um, so it's working really well. Ruger's teaching him where he can go in the yard, where he can't go in the yard. Um, we did have a close encounter with chickens, though. Um, I have to, because, <laughs> well, that's kind of funny. I'm willing to bet the chickens can hold their own with the puppy. Well, we didn't, I didn't get it, let it get that far, um, because I was, I was worried. Um, he picked really bad timing to decide he wanted to play with the chickens. So the dogs go out with me every day when I go out and feed the critters. And, um, so I've got the tray of fodder for the rabbits and the chickens and the and the uh, fermented wheat for the chickens and so I've got this armful right and because my hands let go of stuff so much I have this stuff in a tray and I have it balanced on one arm because it's my hands that let go of things not my arms right so here I am balancing this stuff and I go over and I and I slide it off onto the roof of the rabbit cages and then I feed everybody simple right great So me and the two dogs, we go out the back door, and I've got this stuff, and Remy goes running over, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, he's just sniffing around with Ruger, we're all good, and I dump the food for the chickens into the three feeding containers we have for the chickens. Um, It saves, it saves people from getting pecked, or saves chickens from getting all pecked up with people trying to, you know, with all the other chickens trying to get in there at once. Um, so you feed them in three different places and then everybody gets to eat without getting pecked on. And I turn around to go back over to the rabbit cage and I see Remy drop down like he's going to lay down. And the next thing I see is his little ass come up in the air and the little tail starts wagging. And I'm thinking, uh-oh, uh-oh. And <laughs> he went for it. And, and I'm trying to get back over there so I can set down the pan that I have on my arm that had the, the chicken food in it. And I hear this little, and I go, oh shit. And, and I reach down and snagged him just as he went to take off because I'm thinking, look, dumbass, there are 13 chickens here. There's 13 of them, all of which are bigger than you. This is probably a really stupid decision on your part. If if you are going to if you're going to try to attempt to play with a chicken, which I don't think is going to work out very well, I would really suggest you not fucking do this when all of them are right there. 
Would they all jump in and help out, though? I don't know if they all would, but I promise oh, you the rooster better. would. Does, you, does, does Rugger ever go after the chickens? The only time Ruger goes after the chickens is if, if um, any of the chickens are spatting with each other. Oh, okay. If if the chickens start start fighting with each other, Ruger runs right over there, and of course it scares the chickens, and they run off in different directions, and he's all happy again. He just doesn't want them fighting. That's good. That's good. He doesn't go for them. Yeah, he's like the barnyard boss. So it works out Hopefully really well. Hopefully the puppy will learn to do that too. Well, and he, not want to catch them. Here's here's hoping, but what puppy needs to learn is to leave my slippers the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> He's a lab. They like to hunt and they like to chew. Burger didn't do that. He didn't? No. Buttons never messed with my shoes, but Tango did. Um and the thing is, and here and get this. Okay, so it's not bad enough that he steals the fucking things when when they're sitting on the floor by my chair. How about the fact that the little shit ran up and grabbed one off my foot the other day and took off running off with it? Off your foot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what's so funny okay. is my slipper is bigger than the dog. So... He wanted you to get up and chase him. Well, so when he tried to take it, when he stole the one off my foot and tried to take off running with it, he didn't have a hold of it sideways. He had a hold of it lengthwise, so he went ass over teacups and has the has the audacity to yike and look at me like, that bad slipper, Mom, do something with it. Siri steals stuff and takes it out in the yard. Oh, yeah, and Pard did point out that, yes, Ruger did not chew up my slippers, but he did bury one of my DNAs in the backyard. Yeah. Oh, that's right. There is that. My first Opus D. are cheaper. My first Opus D. And then it rained, and the hole filled up with water. Yeah, it was bad. And and Ruger did steal my grandson's my grandson's Christmas present and take it out the dog door and hide it. <laughs> That's what they usually take stuff right out the door. Yeah, he's hiding stuff like a Easter dog. I don't know about that, but I was pissed because it was a VHS tape that I spent thirty fucking dollars on on eBay. Oh. Oh. My grandson, Jesse, lived out in the middle of nowhere up north um, where they don't even, they didn't even have cable TV. Um, you were either satellite or whatever. Well, you could get a satellite thing from the, the Farm Bureau or whatever where you got farm satellite TV. Uh, apparently, they didn't have any cartoon networks that were um, modern um, because Jesse calls and says something about how... Um, Eric really likes these, I don't know, space cows or something. I don't even remember what the fucking name of it was. But anyway, it's a bunch of cows in space. And I go looking for DVDs and I call her and I'm like, Jess, I can't find any of this shit on DVDs. And she goes, oh, no, no, they canceled it years ago. She can only get it on VHS tapes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, so shit. I had to go and find this cow video on the only place you could find it is on eBay and it was VHS tape and Ruger stole it and took it out the, the dog door. 
And by the way, you guys, you have to see the coolest thing. Because you know, um, Three Wishes Acrylic is doing all this kind of neat stuff now. And But yeah. Paul, yeah, so my husband has been on Pinterest a lot lately. And Paul will appreciate this more, more so than anybody else in here. But um, Paul made ceiling fan poles out of shotgun shells. That would be nice. They are. They're really cool looking. That would be really nice. But I thought it was really cute. And he found some, and he found uh, another thing that he is going to be making. Of course, not acrylic, but um, but door poles out of uh, rifle shells. Ooh. Cool. The door handles? Yeah, isn't that cool? So anyway, so yeah, so now that my husband is, is really into this stuff, um, my husband has been on Pinterest a lot. And my husband has got to be the most manly man I've ever seen. So it cracks me up. It's funny every time he texts me. Um, yeah, a, a, he seems like it. Yeah, a really cool picture off of Pinterest. I have to laugh. <laughs> it, 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 it makes me giggle. That's a riot. Oh, but he's been having fun. He, um, he turned. Uh, Good for him. He turned some bamboo. Whoa. Yeah, he went down to the bamboo patch out back and got some bamboo and um, started turning that down because he's got this really cool idea of... Wait a minute, the bamboo patch out back? Where the hell do you... You have a bamboo patch? I have a huge bamboo patch. <laughs> That's awesome. Huge. I mean, I've got pictures... There's a picture on my Facebook, Liz, of Bernie and Ruger standing in front of it just for size comparison. And Bernie oh, yeah, looks, and, yeah. Bernie looks like he's a minion. Really? I yes. gotta go look. Some of this That's bamboo cool. is is like twenty and thirty feet high. It's freaking huge. Bamboo's nice. So yes, yeah, so I don't have to buy bamboo to do the caning for my garden anymore because oh yeah, it grows in my backyard. And I picked green beans out of my hydroponics <laughs> yeah, the other day. Yeah, bamboo floor. Jeannie? Hmm. Have I seen Have bamboo flooring? Yes, they're beautiful. Yeah, my daughter put, has one in her li her living room. They put it in. It's gorgeous. Yep, it's absolutely beautiful. The ba it. Bamboo flooring is, but so yeah. But I just thought it was really cool that you know. I mean, my husband is so involved in having such a good time turning stuff on the lathe that he has started coming up with these really cool projects um he got he got some of the bamboo in, in different sizes because he thinks he's going to take one of the pen kits um and do a bamboo pen and um and nice. the fire starters um he wants to do some of the handles for the fire starters out of the bamboo um but we're having a really good time so it's good. Fun. that's cool good he could make a lampshade. The man can do just about anything he sets his mind to. I married a pretty That's... amazing fella. Good for him. I'm glad he's having fun. The move was worth it then. Yes, ma'am. Um, That's this, good. We he's have to do a... home and now he's doing good stuff. And we have to do a farm report. Um, Margo says she needs to come visit my basement. Um, well, no shit, yeah, Margo. Do. I'll say hi to you while oh. I'm there, but I need to come see your basement. 
Um, everything down there is going gangbusters. It really is. Um, it looks awesome. All six of my pepper plants, whether they are bell peppers or um, whether they are my jalapeno peppers or whether they are my tribune, um, they are all just loaded with blossoms. I have so many That's jalapeno great. peppers going down there right now that after I even make cowboy candy, I am going to have to farm them out to the neighbors, which I'm sure my neighbors will absolutely love. But um, my tomatoes are just going nuts. I've got blossoms all over the freaking place on tomatoes, and they still keep growing out more and more and more and more foliage. Um, it's just insane. Um, I did have, now I have to wait for more to grow, but I did have green beans. Um, of course, they got picked and, and eaten. Um, I haven't bought lettuce in months. Months it's been since I bought lettuce. That's great. Um, and I don't How buy... How big's your basement? Um well, you have to understand, though, I measure That's because... That's the question. The question is, how big is her growing area? Yeah. My growing area True. is is a room that is six foot by six and a half foot, but I measured. and But I'm only using two walls for the hydroponics. So my hydroponics wow. is in a six and a half foot by six foot L. And I measured the totes so that I could be exact. And my deepest tote is 24 inches. So in all of that stuff is growing in basically 24 square feet. Wow. So you and don't... you can't put any more down there or you won't be able to get in there to manage the stuff. Well, I've got like, I think, 11 open slots yet. On what you've already got at. Yeah, and what's already walls, put up. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, if you tried to go on the other walls in there, you wouldn't be able to because you wouldn't be able to get in and manage the products. If if I if I tried to go up the other side of the wall, you know, add another six and a half feet tube, um, what would happen is, is have you ever seen the, the people at like Ponderosa, um, the buffet, try to get in there to do anything? <laughs> It'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like that. But I yeah, did come across but I did come across a new project on YouTube that I think I would like to try because it's a um it's a rotating you take you take your PVC pipe and you cut it into four foot lengths. And you um, you hook up all four of them, but you leave your water lines feeding them extra long so that um, you can change what level each one of them is at. So Whoa. you can raise and lower them. That's so cool. And alternate which one is in the direct path of the light. So I'm thinking that might be a project that I'm going to have to try out. <laughs> and how's your orange tree doing? My orange tree balls. 
cool. Yeah, it's got some balls on it, so it's doing really well. I don't know when it got the balls because the <laughs> balls are pretty good sized right now, but it it's got it grew a set. So there's that. Um, it's cool. still it's still got them crazy yeah. ass <laughs> thorns on it though. I I have never in the entire time I've had that plant had it grow thorns. Um, and I asked the girls, all Aunt Katie's friends, if they ever saw it grow thorns and none of them had ever seen it with thorns either and these aren't just like we're not talking blackberry thorns we're talking like stab a hole through your brain thorns yeah the picture you put up they they looked pretty wicked yeah and and these thorns i've never heard of that on a citrus they're as big as my pinky they're that long they're freaking huge thorns so you can make good blood darts out of it. Oh, and Par says it's oh, it's a, it's a type of orange tree that grows thorns. Yeah, it's an orange yeah. tree, and it grew thorns. So Par says it grew. Yeah, a, but it, not all of them do. There's a certain tree that grow. There's thorny orange trees. It it grew it grew pricks to go with the balls. That's not funny, Par. You have a horny orange tree. <laughs> do the leaves grow in threes on the tree? Are the leaves in like threes? Only on the ends. Yeah, that's that's what orange trees with thorns do. Not all orange trees well, have thorns. I'm I'm here to tell you, Liz. Take a guess on how old this tree is, though. How old is it? My aunt got this tree in 1972. Holy shit! And it never had them before. And nobody's ever seen thorns on it before I moved down here. Maybe it wasn't healthy until now. Well, gee, thanks. Has it ever produced fruit? Yes. Right. But you don't eat them because they're fucking nasty. Because they're they're, what? They're bitter and nasty. Oh. So it, it is definitely an ornamental orange tree. Because I don't know anybody who eat these things. It's it's they're they're bleh. um, and I have never tried them, but I will tell you that both of my sons did, and both of my sons said it was the most awful thing ever. So, oh, you know what they plant these trees for? They plant them to um, help the other citrus trees around them, because you know how trees help other trees and all that. Mm-hmm. That that's what they used for. Not for their fruit. I I was looking it up because I never heard of that, and I've seen orange trees with, and they never had thorns. Oh, huh. Well, all I know so that, is it's <laughs> it's older than dirt. Um, my aunt couldn't kill it, so that stands to reason that I can keep it alive. And, and so what you do is you get a couple lemon trees and put it next to it and they'll grow awesome or orange trees regular ones but wouldn't that mean i have to put it outside no you've grown everything else in the house why not that too <laughs> have a little yeah. citrus grove in the other corner <laughs> well that is true i Be do pretty i do and it's and that good too um, and that's just it, you know, and I made a smart-ass comment on Facebook about, oh, phew, 
my the weather's back up decent and, and my the ice on the top of my koi ponds defrosted so I could feed my fish. That whole five days of winter damn near killed me. And and I didn't really think about it and somebody but can you imagine how easy it's gonna be to keep my greenhouse going year round outside here? Yeah. Yeah. Be careful in the summer you'll cook shit. Well, yeah, but that's when you roll up the sides, Dippy. Yeah. You really need to plant something next to that orange tree, though, because that's what that orange tree's for, to help other citrus plants. You have to plant something. Well, if I plant a lime tree, my husband and and 7-Up and Bacardi are just really going to have a grand old time if I've got fresh limes here all the time. There you go. Perfect. Lime trees have thorns, you know. Limes do? <laughs> Maybe they're helpers, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Very very says that, yes, limes go nice with rum. Yes, Very. Um, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been married to this man um, for the better part of two decades, and um, we've been together even longer than that. So I'm well aware of how well limes go with They go very nice rum. in a corona, too. Oh, yeah. All right, All right. Well, I'm going to go. I just wanted to, you know, say that I don't make those labels. <laughs> <laughs> we have to so post that everywhere. Per- we don't blame that percentage on me. <laughs> People in the UK just use, they need it stronger because it steeps so long it wears off. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Well, you guys have a good night. I'll see you in the chat. Take care, Kimmer. Bye, Kimmer. Bye. Well, any do either one of you got anything else to say? Because you realize we're almost an hour over my hour limit, right? Yeah. No, oh. I've got two dogs that are pissed because they want leftover chicken from dinner and they're not getting it. So life uh-huh. could get entertaining in a minute. Well, and yeah, and Bernie's about to go to bed here soon, so the puppy will be having a shit fit. Okay. He doesn't like well, your burning out of sight. Your package should be there any time. Well, thank you, Liz, very, very much. I sent you the pink one, too. Oh, you're very welcome. No biggie. Well, it is, it's I a big deal to me, pink, so thank what's you. What's the pink one called? What's the, Margo, what's the pink one called? I don't remember. I honestly it's don't very, remember. I, didn't mix, I haven't mixed it yet, but it's... It's it's very strong in guava. I know that oh, the tickle me pink. Red that I got mixed up smells really good. It's called Tickle Me Pink. What did you say, Jeannie? Tickle Me Pink, that's what it is. Thank Kimmer, she's the that's one that put it in it chat. Is, so. <laughs> I didn't she know was? that information, I just repeated it. Oh, okay. Thank you, Kimmer. What did you say, Margo? I said the Ella shortbread that I got mixed up smells absolutely heavenly. I'll be finding that out this weekend, too. Oh, I didn't buy that one. I'll have to get it. If it's a cookie or a cake, I have a tendency to jump on it. Oh, and I have to tell you that, and I'm sure Margo noticed it, um, but you know how pissed off we get here in the U.S. and and we tend to, to cold shoulder and blackball anybody 
that mines the recipe sites and then sells those recipes for a profit, whether it's selling recipe books or, or making liquids and, and selling those liquids with other people's recipes as her own. You know how we do that here? Yeah, it's ridiculous. And we get all pissed off about it. Um, well, it's not just mm-hmm. us. It's happening in the U.K. too. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah that's so we good. are not alone. We we are we good. are not alone. Um, they've got scum buckets doing that shit too. All right, folks. I know it wasn't a lot of a DIY show, but it was more of a DIY show than any of the regular shows that I do. Um, I will not be here next week because my sister's going to be here, and I love her more than you. Yay for sister. Enjoy. All right, we're Enjoy. out of here, folks. Hey, everybody. Bye. Bye, girls. Bye, everyone.